Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. If you choose to use video, which I highly recommend, remember these video emails can be either standardized, made once and reused, or if they're very specific to one client, they can be made quickly using a laptop camera. Whatever you choose to do, do it well. This also includes explaining potential bumps along the way. In my coaching business, I've noticed that there's a specific time at about 90 days into the program when many of my clients hit a wall. They've done the work, but they aren't yet seeing the results they want. They get discouraged and they feel like giving up. However, I know that they are just on the verge of breaking through because I've seen it time and time again, but they don't know that. So I've learned to warm them up in the beginning. I tell them, this isn't gonna happen overnight. You may not see any results from the first three months. You may get discouraged that you don't have instant results, but keep going and know that your success is just around the next corner. With this information and reassurance, they keep moving forward and it does happen for them. For my real estate business, I have one video called Seller Beware that warns them all about the weird things that can happen when agents start showing their house. Things like people won't show up for the appointment. They'll use your bathroom and leave it messy. They'll lock the door you normally enter and leave closet doors and cupboards open. In communications with clients, one of the most important lessons you can learn is how to have a difficult conversation. In other words, how to deliver or talk about bad news. One of Tiffany Rose's biggest beefs about loan officers is that they often avoid these conversations. It's not uncommon that a client calls in a panic because your assistant just sent a message that there's an issue with the loan or the loan has been denied. What I see too often is a loan officer who just texts back saying, got your message, I'm working on it, I'll call you later. But they never call. They just ghost them. Maybe they haven't been in business long and they're scared, but that's the worst thing you can do, she says. You simply have to face difficulties and conflict. This is true in all industries. For instance, the opposing side reneged on the settlement agreement. Their daughter didn't get the lead in the dance recital. Someone else outbid them on their dream house. The kitchen design they wanted came in costing twice as much as they had actually expected. As Tiffany puts it, just pick up the darn phone. If a client's pants are on fire and they're mad or upset, deal with them. Be emotionally aware and empathetic. Talk them out of their tree. Avoiding them and letting the situation simmer is the worst strategy ever. Often you can head off problems before they happen by being proactive. As a part of her fulfillment process, Tiffany contacts every client 30 days after a close to make sure they got their mortgage statement. People get busy with life, especially after moving, and you'd be surprised how many don't see the mortgage statement come in, so they don't pay their first month. It's much better to be proactive than to have an unhappy client who is embarrassed because they missed their first payment on their loan. A friend of mine told me about going to an acupuncturist for the first time. He got poked with needles and was given a bunch of nasty herbs to take over the next few weeks. A couple of days later, someone from the acupuncturist's office called just to see how my friend was doing and to see if they had any questions. Think about it. How would you feel if your chiropractor, yoga instructor, doctor, or therapist called or shot you a quick note just to follow up to see how you're doing? Wouldn't you feel special? Wouldn't you tell your friends about that professional? 
Of course she would. Another friend had her eight-year-old son in local martial art classes. She told me that every month or so, one of her son's instructors would send her a handwritten postcard that said, I noticed you were working really hard last week, or I can tell you're really paying attention in class. It's not only encouraged her son, but let her know how much the school and its instructors cared about each student. Clients totally appreciate updates on whatever you're doing for them, whether it's processing their loan, creating the marketing campaign, or planning their event. Again, it's about showing your value as well as keeping in touch with them, keeping your client informed and showing them that you are doing everything you can to take the heat off. Think about your own business. What do your clients need to know? How do they want to know it? How can you set their expectations and what problems or blips might they encounter? Flawless fulfillment. In professional services, tracking the process, deadlines, and progress in what's happening is often a critical piece of the work. I've always used an automated customer tracking system as soon as the fulfillment piece begins. Someone else might use an Excel spreadsheet just as effectively if their process is simpler. Tracking systems are there to track everything, where it is in the process and where it should be, what needs to happen, before what, whose responsibility it is, and exactly when and how you'll all check in with other people involved with the client. Tiffany Rose makes reviewing her tracking system a daily ritual for herself and her staff. They don't just check in every few days. They use it to be proactive and communicate to everyone about concerns and upcoming deadlines. They use it to make sure that they are ahead of the curve when it comes to escrow. So, at least from their side, there'll be no unpleasant surprises at close. And it doesn't stop for Tiffany when the loan closes. Every time a loan closes, a thank you card gift goes out to the listing agent and the buyer's agent and the client. We also send out client closing gifts. But if you're just new in the business and can't afford closing gifts, at least send a thank you card. Handwritten notes, not just an email or text. But if you're just new into the business and can't afford closing gifts, at least send a thank you card. Be sure to send a handwritten, not just an email or text. Being clear on deadlines and timeframes with your clients can save a ton of anxiety and anger. Attorney Carol Delzer says, I always give my clients the dates and timeframes for when their paperwork will be done and filed. This not only gives them a sense of certainty, but it gets this deadline on my calendar. I make that commitment to deliver on that date that I said I would. She adds, whenever you find yourself in crisis mode, that you feel behind or know that things are falling through the cracks, trust me, you've got an unhappy client somewhere, even if they haven't expressed it yet. About the bleeping phones. Okay, so what about your system for answering the phones? Honestly, isn't one of the biggest frustrations of modern life the black hole of automated voicemail systems? You punch this phone number in, then the next number, and somehow end up waiting on hold, listening to cheesy music for 20 minutes, only to find that you've got the wrong person. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business? And you wanna learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. Getting a good system in place for taking client calls is golden. Having a rotten and frustrated phone system in place is deadly. Depending on your business, there are different ways to handle phones. Attorney Carol Delzer says that the number one complaint the state bar hears about attorneys is that they don't return phone calls. At her office during office hours, Carol does not have voicemail. The call is sent through to one of her assistants who sets up 
a phone appointment for the caller within 48 hours. This is helpful in many ways. One, Carol isn't disrupted constantly during the day so she can get her work done. Two, she has the opportunity to prepare for her caller by pulling their file so the call is more efficient. Three, her client knows exactly when they will get to speak with her and because it's an appointment, they know they will be billed. Four, there are no back and forth missed calls and connections or garbled messages. She says, I've never had a complaint and clients know that they're getting my very best. In his insurance business, Glenn Hoffman also avoids voicemails as much as possible. I never want a client in the event of a loss or when they're frustrated to go to voicemail. We have four lines and four staff members in the office. However, if all four of us are on the phone and we can't grab that call, it goes to a voicemail, but whoever is free first will return the call. We also don't close for lunch. I stagger the lunch hour in the office so the office remains open. I promise the clients that at any time they call me Monday through Friday from 8 to 5, they're going to get a live voice. Glenn also gives his clients his private cell phone number for after-hour emergencies. I tell all my clients, in an emergency, you can call me. In the course of 13 years, I've had three or four events that were middle-of-the-night emergencies, and I've never had a client abuse that offer. Financial planner Carol Van Bruggen does use voicemail, but make sure that she or one of her assistants gets back to the caller that same day. She says, I think one thing that we do differently is that we take every call seriously. Even if they start the message with, I was just wondering about, the fact that they bothered to call means that's something that is going on and it's important to them. Other professionals I know set up specific hours when they return phone calls and emails. They let their clients know their phone schedule and have it on their voice message. It sounds something like this. If you call before 3 p.m., I will return your call between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. the same day. Unless it's an emergency, I'll return calls received after 3 p.m. the following day. This is especially helpful if you are a one-person operation. Time to toot your horn. Often the work we do as service professionals is under the radar. The client sees results but isn't aware of how we help them get there. I think that's a mistake. We want them to be clear on the value we provided. This is easier in some businesses or professions than others. For example, in my real estate business, I can keep them informed about all the ads that we're running for them, the number of showings their house is getting, how many postings we've done for them, and how many text blasts, etc., etc. This is easier in some businesses or professions than others. For example, in my real estate business, I can keep them informed about all the ads we're running for them, the number of showings their house is getting, how many views we've had on our social media posts, how many hours of watch time, and how many postings we've done for them and how many text blasts, etc. In something like coaching or therapy, it's trickier, but it's still possible. I like to remind my coaching clients how far they've come. When we started together, you felt stuck and didn't know which way to turn. Now, you're all fired up about getting together your new personal training business. You're developing a following on Facebook, and you've already got three clients. Congratulations. As a plastic surgeon or chiropractor, you might want to take before and after photos. As an architect or landscape designer, you can take before and after photos. As a financial planner, you can give them snapshots of their finances along the way until they reach their goals. Why is this important? In my real estate business, for example, clients are excited and refer other people to me even before we've sold their home. They are clear about all the efforts we are making on their behalf, and they trust that I know what I'm doing. If for some reason the house isn't selling as quickly as they had hoped, they know it's not because we're not doing everything we can. This applies to your profession as well. The Benefits of Great Fulfillment Insurance Broker Glenn the benefits of great fulfillment. Insurance broker Glenn Hoffman says, I still have some of our very first clients. Some of them I wrote their very first policy 30 years ago. It takes time and energy and consistent, persistent behavior to always do what you promise to do, to always go above and beyond for my clients. By doing all of this, my business is now 100% referral. 
Carol Van Bruggen of Ford, Van Bruggen, and Pijak Financial Services agrees. And she says, when I first got into business, my mentor, Dusty Miller, told me, always do your very best for clients. Never cut corners. Never even squeak around ethical issues. Do what's right and not what's self-serving. Remember, what you say you're going to do and do it. And if you do all this and hang in there, your business will become easier and easier. I didn't really believe him at the time, but I followed his advice and he was 100% correct. All my business is referral now. Loan officer Debbie Galvan is also adamant about excellent delivery. One realtor was so impressed with her service that she referred her to another realtor friend. Between both of them, she now does loans for everybody in their family. For one of them, she handled loans for all three of her kids. The interesting thing is that the first realtor wasn't doing that much business at the time she met Debbie. She had approached Debbie with a client who was buying in a new home subdivision. Debbie told them that though she'd love to be their lender, she knew that the builder's lender would be able to kick in $10,000 for closing costs. So she steered them back to the builder because she knew the builder could give the borrowers a better deal. Debbie also asked them to call her if they needed anything explained to them as they went through the process. This realtor never forgot Debbie's honesty and willingness to help, and she became totally loyal to Debbie as her own business grew. That's the kind of service you want to provide. One of the ways to ensure that clients do not have buyer's remorse is to give them an exceptional fulfillment process. You are delivering such high value, such high customer service. You are organized. You are keeping them informed. You're doing everything that you said you would and more. Does that make sense? You want to make sure that you give them such a great experience that they can't help but tell all of their friends and family about you. That is why having an amazing fulfillment and delivery process is so, so important. Take the next steps. Here's your action steps. Number one, make a list of all the valuable things you do for your clients already. Identify any holes you see in how you're working with clients today. How can you improve and make any deficiencies better? Number two, write down three ideas from this chapter and schedule a time to implement them into your own business. Now remember, don't go on until you've done the action steps. My goal for you is to learn. You can't learn if you keep reading. You have to implement. 